everybody. Peace. Welcome to the Sorry to Bother You show. Wherever or have you are listening, we're so grateful to have you here with us. As you guys know, I'm your host, Kashawn Cottle, and I'm joined today, as usual, by my co-host, Mr. Dre Pennington. Yo, how we doing? How we doing? Yo, it's, it's gonna. I feel like it's a special. It's a special day. You think so? This is a very, very special episode, man. Um, I have one of my day ones here with me. We go way back to, I mean, sixth grade. Your coast to middle school, Japan. That, that way way back um <laughs> guys for those of you who don't know this is uh my boy miles but better known as 96 miles per hour the great highly talented musical artist uh 90 how you feeling today i feel amazing um well first first i'm gonna just say um i woke up today so like whenever you wake up anybody that's watching this whenever you wake up and you should always feel blessed. I feel blessed. I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be able to be on here, to be on your platform. I appreciate you. I appreciate your homie. And um, yeah, um, I just been working, man. That's that's how I feel. Every day I get up, I just work towards. Every day that I can get up and work towards my goal, I'm blessed. So that's how I'm feeling today. Blessed. Well, let's get right into it, man. What have you been working on recently? Um, I've been working on like well. First, like, I got to talk about, like, because, like, it's not just for me. I, I work with other artists. So, like, the references and ideas, I've been working on ideas, like, some stuff for um, just placements as far as that stuff. Like, so it could be, like, song ideas and stuff like that. I've sent some song ideas for some movies, like, in China. Um, some some movies. So, fingers crossed for that. Um I've gotten calls back recently about um, some other placements from this past year for NBA stuff. So that should be lit. And okay. I'm excited about that. I don't know yet. I don't know which video game, bro. I just okay. know that I just got a call. So I'm just, look. <laughs> hey, he saw me about to ask. I don't care. Bro, that's just a blessing. Even think, bro, like when we used to be sitting in the playing you be playing with Gilbert Arenas and like like I I had the Lakers back in the gap and we'd be playing like the old lies and shit like that to even think you would get a phone call from the actual like what it, it don't it doesn't sometimes I can't comprehend life I just know that I'm blessed I just know that I'm blessed and those things are what I'm working on um as far as like I co-write with another artist from Zelly Vibes um Spanglish artist so I co-write with her so, like, she's got a lot of great stuff going on for her right now as far as, like, in the Spanish community. Um, shout out to the Latino gang. You feel me? Latino gang. But um, <laughs> for real, Latino gang, Latino gang, you feel me? But um, I, I work with a lot of, on a lot of records with her. So, like, a lot of that, a lot of that, like, right now, one of the records is about to break 100,000. Wow. And she's independent. So, like, we're growing. We're growing. That's it's. It's a hey, that you know independent hundred k is is tough. It's yeah. tough to get it when you don't got a crazy machine behind you. So like, like I really feel like the fans really fuck with what we have going on. And for the past two weeks, I was out in LA, like up to what I'm doing. Like just for me, I was out in LA working on an EP. So right now, I'm going through like twelve songs. And really and truly, we've all been sitting down. Like, I've listened to them. I have my favorites. But I usually like to let, because uh, Twenty's going to executive produce it. So he's going to go back through. And he's already sent me. He actually just texted me today and texted me all of his favorite ones and was like, yo, we have this. I, I think I'm thinking this aesthetic for videos, this car. Like, he, his mind. Soon as, like, he, he told me to give him a couple weeks to let it resonate on him. Cause he wanted to give me the respect that I deserve when it comes to my art. He's like, I don't want to just want to tell you like what I think I'd rather let, like, let them sit, listen to them enough and be like, all right, I can't get this one out of my head. I can't get this one out of my head and I can't get this one out of my head. And this right. is how I feel you should go. Now you don't have to go with what I'm telling you to go. You can go drop the opposite of what I'm telling you to drop, but it's more of a sense. Like I got plaques, bro. I'm just letting you know how we feel over here, we got plaques on the wall. We wouldn't steer you wrong. Right. Like, right. like, we wouldn't steer you wrong. So like, that's one thing that I've been working on just 
I have the EP. I'm just waiting when, what to drop, when to give it to the people, and aesthetically how I want to come out in my videos and what I want to give to them. Because like I said, there's 12 records. I'm only going to put out four. Then right after this, I'm probably going to have a part two and all those other records, the other ones that they were like, mm, I'm going to like structure the next side. So like part one, part two. But I want to do EPs because I feel like my singles, my singles have jumped and grown so much that it's time to give them small projects until I get to like a big mixtape and then we talk an album. Okay. Okay. And obviously, you know, you've been talking about your EP okay. and your singles and that whole creative process. And we're going to get back to that. But for those who might not yeah. know your your background and your musical journey up to this date, why don't you explain to them, you know, how you maybe got into the music industry, how you got started music and your upgrade, upbringing? Well, man, um, I first started to uh, sing because one day I was in the house. It's crazy because we're all in the house one day. My brother, 20, he's in the room, you know, when he was Rizzy. Um, mm-hmm. So he's in the room. And he, this is like when he was young, Rizzy. So like, this is like when he was like 15, 16, like yeah, he was young. We we're all young. But like, he was still went by that name. He went by that name for a while. So like, he calls me into the room and I'm just like, ah, oh, bro, I don't want to sing this. And it was like, um, it was Sammy. You know, who, y'all know who Sammy is. Mm-hmm. You remember it like that? Hush, little lady, don't yeah. yeah, that song. Oh, yeah. So it was that song. I sing that song. Now you've been watching me and I've been watching you. Like that song. I was mm-hmm. singing that song for them. And my mom comes in the room pissed off because she thought that like we were in trouble at that time. So my mom came in the room pissed off thinking that we had somebody in the house. Mom's like, you got somebody in the house? And my, my brother's like putting me in front of him like, Nah, nah, this is Miles. This is Miles. Like, I didn't have nobody over here. Like, my mom was like, this is you singing? I'm like, yeah, it's me singing. She's like, my baby singing? Like, and it changed the whole vibe. It changed the whole vibe. We were, nobody was in trouble. I, I, she made chicken. Like, she made chicken. Like, cooked extra that day. Was just excited that I was singing. <laughs> you know how everything changes when the baby wants to do it in the family? Oh, the baby? Okay, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. But y'all trifling. I know what y'all was doing in here. That's how, that's how she turned back <laughs> But no, for real, that's how I started off singing. I started off singing like that because I got called into the room. Like, I love music already because, like, how I grew up and, like, having a CD player right in front of me. Like, the first CD I ever picked up was Michael Jackson's Greatest Hits. So when I picked that shit up and I heard Thriller and I heard PYT and I heard all these shits for the first time, I was like, cool the fuck is this alien i've Mm. never heard anybody sound this great in my life and then you go and find his videos and it's just like yo like rest in peace to michael jackson and for any slander there there will be no michael jackson slander in my alley like like i i I swear like when i see people slander michael jackson i just be like yo like when people look at michael's life and people see what he really went through like he never had a chance to be a kid man like he was beat to spin and to dance and do all that shit perfectly. Like, we should just like, really like, I, when I see people wanting to down his art or do any of that type of stuff, I just be like, bro, like y'all realize like we will never ever have another Michael Jackson ever again. And I don't feel it. We have Chris Brown, but that's not Michael Jackson. And that's no offense. And Chris Brown's one of my favorite artists. Another reason why I sing, like no cap, no cap. Mm-hmm. Another reason why I sing, but like, I have to say that like, those are some of the things, like, I would say Chris Brown, Frank Ocean was another person when I heard um, n- Nostalgic um, Ultra for the first time, and I heard, like, We All Try and Novocaine, I heard all those songs, I wanted to write music when I heard that, and I heard, like, his Lonnie Bruix project, and I heard, like, Frank Ocean's Lonnie Bruix project, and I heard that, like, some of those songs on there were already given to other artists, and I'm just like, yo, he wrote quickly for John Legend and, like, Brandy, and, like, like, like shit like that, that people weren't like, when you look on back on it now, you're like, what, he did that? Yeah, like Frank was a goat. Like that made me want to write music more than anything. That made me want to like, like, okay, eventually I'm gonna start taking this shit more seriously. But I got into choir, choir, I have background in choir. I've sang in Latin, um, yeah. I've sang opera, jazz. Um, I got some college choir background, low vocal training in college. Um, but yeah, I've always just been 
submerged like in music. I love to be a student to the game. Like, shoot, like how how you feel, Kashan? Like how you feel about um you're a gym rat, bro. Like, and one thing I one thing I can say about, about Kashan, Kashan was always a gym rat. One person ain't gonna never be in the gym longer than him. He gonna be in there putting up a thousand. I'm serious. Yeah. yeah. I'm serious. And that's some one thing I can say is like that that always inspired me to never ever give up at what I'm doing because yo, you never gave up at what what like yo, you you are a living like even if you don't feel like you have the biggest success story, you have a, a success story, bro. Like people would dream to be in your shoes, to be able to do it, to be able to even play at another level, bro. Yeah. Don't sleep on yourself, bro. Like smile. King shit. King. It takes a king to know a king. For real. Like well, some people don't want to give people their flowers, bro. But I'll give you your flowers right now, bro. Like, like you might you I might be like you might be like a brother to me, but I'm a I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like I've always kept it real. And you know I done been like this. Yeah, I done been like this since we was, we was young, bro. Day like, one. Yeah. Ain't nothing gonna change. <laughs> ain't nothing gonna change for real. Yeah. Well, I yeah, that's that. why I love it. That's why I love music. Like I love music because certain people inspire me to want to do music. I, I love to use my voice to make people smile. Um, and, and it just got to the point where I knew that I could sing. I don't know. You get to the point where you hear yourself and you're like, I don't know if I could sing, but it got to the point where I felt it. And I think that's something that can't be taught. Like you have to feel like you can go out there and do that, bro. Yeah. Like, like yeah. if you don't feel it in your spirit and you like got the talent, you're not going to get there. You have to physically say like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Something snapped in me one day, and I was like, "You know what? This is it." So, what was that moment? What was that <laughs> moment? What was that moment for you where you just, where you knew, okay, this is it. This is what I was put on this earth to do. Um, I was uh, I was coming back home. I was coming back home for um from school, and I was leaving school. I was leaving leaving Iowa, and mm-hmm. like I um. <laughs> Actually, that was one moment, but there was another, there, there's two, there's two that I've had two, like I've had two, but I'm gonna say the first, the first was me coming back home and like having like just a liberation like moment, like, like going through breakups, going through breakups and going through all that shit and then leaving from, from California and moving to Vegas, for, like finding myself musically and feeling like I was that person. Like, and when I say like this, like, feeling like I am me and -hmm. like I can't explain it as an artist like it's hard to explain this as an artist but like I feel like this is something as an artist that you have to feel like you can't just say I like it's like this like we're wrestling that's why it's the same energy I have for wrestling I can't play this shit bro like I can never play Mm -hmm. this this is me to a T authentic like like I I, none of this was made in the lab right if anything I did make it in the lab over time not even paying attention it was on accident (laughs) <laughs> so like you all said, this was on accident so you had, because so you had your realization me. then yeah so you like, say you had I your have yeah. inside of myself like yeah like it's inside of me in that it's it's nobody else's job in for 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 me to feel that way rather than to me wake up every day and know that i'm a king and know that i can reach every single goal that is in front of me and that's the energy that i've had ever since that happened and it was a crazy breakthrough it was a time of like me being by myself and me not having no place to stay and me crashing on people's couches and and me like you know thugging it out and me not calling my mom when I could have called my mom and just took the easy way out. But it's mm-hmm. more of a sense of me holding my pride, holding my morals, and holding all those things and asking myself, do I love music? Am I happy with what I'm doing? Yeah. Then why would I ever turn back around and go back? Right. Okay. Right. And that's a question where you got to ask yourself, like, some people will be like, yo, I'm, I might be happy with what I'm doing, but I'm scared. Can I jump off a cliff? And, and mm-hmm. that, that's what I feel like the first time I jump off a cliff, I might scratch my back, but I ain't scared. You know, it's like being a little ass kid and you jump off the like a, like a high ass ledge. You jump, you're like, oh, <laughs> I can do that shit again now. That's right. how it feels right now. Like, I'm like, I can do that shit 10 times. Yeah, I can do this 10 times and I'm going to. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. The second time, I was in Miami, bro, <laughs> and I was performing. I was performing in Miami, bro, like, and I get tears, like, talking about this shit, because, like, bro, like, hold up. I got to, like, 
it's so crazy though because it's like when you love something bro like when you like really love something bro and like you've been waiting for that moment bro mm-hmm. sleeping on fucking like sleeping in, the, in like let me catch myself because it's real man shit like man to man shit like y'all like sleeping sleeping in fucking like bullshit ass hotels like 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 trying to figure this shit out musically like nobody wanted to pay for my fucking hooks nobody wanted to pay for my shit but it's more of a sense of like manning up and believing in myself and like that show in Miami really made me feel like like I was that nigga a second time and this time it was different because like when I came out there and I dropped my record everybody knew the lyrics like I start catching people in the crowd this time, like, like yeah, yeah, like, and it was a party, bro. There was five hundred people in this little small, bro. Like, whole thing. I'm in the zone, bro. Afterwards, bro, I about had an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went mm-hmm. to the bathroom, bro. I about had an anxiety attack, but not because I was like, like scared. It was more of a sense, like, bro, this shit is real. Mm-hmm. This shit is real. I am who I am and who I've been setting out to be. And I finally feel like I'm there. And that shit is no other feeling like when you've had a dream for something, like to, to get it. And like so many people try to tell you like, oh man, like there's so many artists in this world. Like you think you can be one of them? And it's like, yeah, motherfucker, I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, right. that, and that's why, I'm, that's why I, I, I cry like genuine tears, bro, because like, this this ain't this ain't an easy road, bro. Artistry to do art, bro, it's like gold mining, bro. Like yeah. some days you might not get shit. Then one week you might have like two, two twelve thousand. One week you might have two thousand racks that just appear in your fucking bank account. And you're like, damn, like this shit's crazy. Like, like some weeks is big, some weeks are little, but like I try to make sure that I don't let the amount of how big my wins are strain on me i try to take everything and be grateful for every single w that i have it could be as simple as that and the more i've done that over the years Mm -hmm. the more i've had reflection time um to really like be grateful and more grateful about every w and i've noticed that more things come to me that way when i put that energy out there into the like into the world like and i put that energy out there for myself like and that would be my advice to anybody, yo. Like, you remember at your lowest points, you could have $25 in your bank account, like, right now. $25 in your bank account right now. But remember, at your lowest points, if you love what you're doing, you are abundant. Mm-hmm. You are abundant. There's a motherfucker at a Fortune 500 company that wants to commit suicide right now. That works for Coca-Cola. He's making good money, but mm-hmm. he's not happy. Right. So, so like... Oh, what were you about to say? Yeah, so so I want to I want to just talk about your journey. You know, like you said, from sleeping in bummy hotels to sleeping on couches to being right across the street from the MGM, doing what you love to do. Your, your process, obviously, it took a lot of patience. So so what would you say is the importance of patience, and you know, not just through your musical career, but in life in general? How important has patience been to you? Um man patience you know they say like that patience is a virtue <laughs> it has been but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this to you bro like like you understand patience because you know how it is bro like like growing up as a military kid and like you had to wait you had to wait a lot bro like we had to wait for our, our pops like we had to wait for like when you got family on the ship like you know how that is like like you got cousins like that wasn't like that that like it's just you develop a sense of patience and you develop a sense of numbness to waiting now mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy bro and like over the years I've, I've been to like you know I've had my own therapy and I've had my own counseling and I've realized that yeah like I do get numb when I move along and when I'm doing all these things and like <laughs> and I and two <laughs> it, it it really is it really is a um it's crazy to think about being a military brat like it could make you numb to like constantly moving and like people being in your life in a mm. sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I know it can. Like a trip, yeah, bro. No, it's true. It's very it's, true. 
it sounds like a trip, bro, but like like friendships and a lot of things in life, like like you're one of my lifelong friends. You feel me? I don't have a lot. I can right. count all my friends maybe on my hands. You feel me? So <laughs> yeah. you're special. You're special. And that's just how my energy has always been. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like when I move places, like I might have a sprinkle of friends, but like like I don't know if it's the military and constantly moving and losing people too, losing people too in the military. Like I've lost friends, I've lost friends in over these past years. So like how I like view things is like really changed. I don't know. Like I feel like that that's one thing. Like, but sleeping on couches and sleeping on those things, that process of thing was something that really shaped and morphed me into who I am today. I, I could say like it's made me a lot more humble. Hum tumbled me. It humbled me when I first came out here because like when I was with my brothers, like it was like everything was out there, like you know. But like, mm-hmm. I wanted to have a story. I wanted to have a story. I didn't just want to say like, oh, I lived on Tokyo's couch for the past, like in his nice crib for the past like years. And like, that, now this is my process. And now y'all see, like, I got this nice bar, bar like I could have did that years ago. Right. But mm-hmm. I chose to come out here because I felt that there was a story for me to like, like in the sense, going through a breakup, I already had a story like that, like going through a breakup and like like finding myself again and like just leaving. Like literally, literally one day, you know what the craziest thing is I met my shorty. I met my shorty. I'm not gonna say names because we don't talk about a relationship. Of course, but I met my shorty. <laughs> non disclosure, NDA. But I met my shorty one day when I was in Vegas. And like literally one day I get a phone call, like fly back out. Like, like I bet you won't fly out. So I decided to book a flight that day. She didn't know I was going to book a flight that day. I booked the first class flight to Vegas. Like, this is a little cheap flight. But I booked the first class flight to Vegas. Like, first first one I could get. Like, the yeah. most, like, it didn't give a fuck. I didn't even care. Like, if, if it was, like, $120 one way. I didn't give a fuck about that. I was like, let's go. So I go there. I showed up. Boom. Head was blown. After coming out here, meet her, meet, meet other people start working and writing with different artists and um that's just history and after that like I was literally in Airbnbs for like a full year bro like after like being at the homies crib I stayed in my homies crib for a little bit and was crashing on their couch but after that you you can only wear your walking out with people for so long you know wear your walking yeah. out with people like even if we are close no matter what the case is like mm-hmm. somebody gonna want something from you or somebody like eventually you get to a point as a man where you like I can go do this shit on my own like yeah thank yeah. you yeah. i appreciate you yeah like i appreciate you but like ain't nothing like god bless the child that got his own and and that that's the simple thing of where i had to find out like god bless the child that got his own because yo there was no feeling like walking down las vegas boulevard and like there's another area of las vegas boulevard i mean like just scrubbier hotels but like one of the sagels if y'all know what sagel suites are if y'all haven't seen sagel suites around you know what sagel is no what's that like a sigil, no. they start with an S, but there's like those monthly stay like hotels, right? So I get like a week at these little sigils, bro. Like, and I got one on Las Vegas Boulevard, bro. Like Hooker, blah, 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 Central, bro. Like I'm talking about like this shit mm-hmm. was so trapped out, bro. Mm-hmm. Y'all can look at my eyes, bro. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm so blessed, bro. Like when I look at my, when I look at my situation now, some days I wake up in my little studio apartment and I'll be like, but then some days I go back and reflect and remember them gunshots and remember hookers outside the door and hearing shit and all types of shit, bro. And remember that I'm blessed. God is good. And that I had to go through all of these situations in order to really appreciate what I'm about to go through. Because yeah. now I really feel like the process really had me like it, it pushed me to want to write things. Like when I was going through all those tough times all i had was my iphone and my notes all i had was my iphone mm. and my notes and i and i just was hungry i was yeah. hungry and i wanted to like come up with some good ideas and i just wanted to do all that like i have little places that i could record but eventually got to the point where people start reaching out to me for features and wanted to pay me so i started making more money off my features and started doing all that and started to move with them and that's a big thing like even during this pandemic i'm still blessed to have people wanting to reach out to me and like want to pay for features like yo like you want to spend your 300 dollars on a feature with me 
Like when right. I know you got groceries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. bro, bro, I appreciate you. We're gonna get that shit back, bro. Like, we're gonna get it back tenfold. Like, we're gonna do we're gonna do hellish dreams. But like it's just the fact that like I appreciate the people that see me for the talent that I am right now and want to invest now. Yeah. So yeah. I wanna so I wanna I wanna go back a little bit. So when it comes to you to your creative process and you creating your music, which is a form of art how often are you feeding off of the emotional experiences you've had in the past? You know, how much, how much of a factor does that play into your creative process? Sometimes it depends on what I'm writing because sometimes I really feel like being a, a writer and being a musician, like you must take, in my, my opinion, some people are great storytellers some people can retract back from within and be like, hmm, I'm going to turn this into something. I don't need to put names to it, but I can turn this into a story because I have good concepts off of it. For me, I love concepts. I love to go back off of a concept. So every, every concept I've ever written has a story that I could probably tell you or like I can explain something or what thing to do about me. Sometimes I was on Twitter. And read something and was like, yo, that's mad funny. Like, or something about a relationship of a girl was like, why is this? And I'd be like, you know what? Well, I'll be what this girl is saying that she needs in the fucking tweet right there. It's a simple okay. statement that women like simple things like okay. they do those things like that. I, I pay attention. I'm I I pay attention to just being a student because I'm gonna sing the way I wanna sing. But when it comes to coming up with concepts for things, I feel like you have to be a sponge. Like, you gotta like, you gotta search for the real, like, you know? And when you're doing this shit on your own or like with a, a close-knit group of people, it, that, that's one thing I would say. Like, when you ain't an industry plant and you didn't, somebody didn't just create this shit for you in, in a lab, like, it's a more of a process. And that's one thing I could say over these past few years, like, I put out singles, but I ain't put out no big project for that reason because like mm. I really wanted to like think deeply about my concepts and go through some things because like like I'm just turning 25, bro. Like I'm growing like mentally as a person. So like a lot of things have changed over the past few years. Like my relationships, like like for the first time in my life, I feel like I've had a not non-toxic relationship. So like mm-hmm. my music has wanted to change. I'm serious. Like yeah. when you don't have when you don't have toxic, when you don't have that toxic energy no longer around you all your shit just goes happy-go-lucky and like you start to do it, but you can go mm-hmm. back and retract back. So I'm happy that I've had moments. I can say like this. I'm happy that I've had moments of being down, that I've been able to feel every spectrum of pain. You feel me? Mm. And being able to feel every mm. spectrum of pain, being able to go through death, being able to go through um, breakups, being able to go through fights um, with people, like crazy shit being able to go through like drama in, in 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 college that felt like high school like certain things like that like and being a cancer too i think my zodiac says something too because being a cancer bro like we listen mm-hmm. we love to listen like if you called me bro and you just sat here and chopped it up i really probably would sit here and just be like yeah <laughs> for real bro yeah no, I keep on going, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> that, that's how I am, bro. We'll talk, because Sean, you already know. Like, sometimes I got to tell you, like, all right, bro, I'm going to call you because I'll do this shit for three more hours right. because I, I just love to talk, bro. Like, and that's one thing I could say. Like, I think that's a good thing mm. about being a cancer and me going back into my writing. It makes me more open to listening to people. Like, I'm very, like, I want to listen. I want to hear about how you feel. Because I feel like that's how you make the, some of the best records and some of the best concepts. But yeah, that's um, something that's important to me. Um, just, you know, I feel like a lot of times people don't care to create concepts. Some shit was created within like 15 to 20 minutes. Some shit I've just created and like it was a vibe mm. and like I can't even explain it to you. Well, that's, well, let me ask you this. So have you had moments where you've created, you know, a project or a song, like you said, in 15, 20 minutes that turned out better than a song or project that you've been working on for months on end? Uh, yeah, but I would say that it's the energy, too, because like sometimes when I get on a roll, right, 
I get on a roll, like, and I record one song and I'm just back to back days recording. After that third or fourth day, when the engineer comes back in and it's been the same engineer and he know how to have my vocals, everything, I'm gonna get on that bitch like, like I'm riding a bike, like, let's go. Like, it's almost like, it's almost like a, a <laughs> NFL player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, like, that's good instance, chemistry like back for in you. the day. Um, yeah, yeah, the chemistry just gotta be like on point. And like, for instance, um, who who was that one one wide receiver that played for the Giants back in the day? Plaxico Burns. Yeah. Plaxico Burns. Plaxico Burns had a bum ass ankle. Right, never went to practice. That that one season they went to the Super Bowl. The, mm-hmm. Nobody knows about this, but I was watching a video. Bruh had a bum ass ankle the whole season, but because of his chemistry was on such high standards, when he would go out there and put up freakish numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm. He was just on point. And that, that's how I feel some days like when I go out there and when I'm in the studio if I have some I have some very good days where I'd be like damn like I've I've legit like somebody's been like bro I want you to hop on this song I'd be like all right send me the beat I've legit sent them a verse back within like 10 15 minutes mm. oh I'll say so with that like um when you're in the studio do you like to have people around you or are you more like you gotta be by yourself and you gotta gotta Soak everything See, in that's happened in the last couple days. Everything. It depends because, like, I can perform with other people around me. It doesn't matter. But still, I kind of drown yeah. people out. Like, I still drown people out while, like, when they're there, they're having their own vibes. And I'm like, like, I don't. It's almost like I can't explain it, but it's almost like one of those cartoons where, where the dude's playing basketball and all you hear is the heart. Yeah. Beat. <laughs> okay. Slow down. That's how I feel like when I'm I'm listening to music and then, like, Legit, I've been listening to a song. Like I'm like smoke, get in my vibe, and just be like they're like zoned out. And somebody be like, Miles, Miles, six, nine. Like needs to be like, yo, yo, what's up? <laughs> like I, I will phase off. Like I will phase off because I really love to just like I'm going to submerge with this beat right now, and I'm not gonna hear nobody. I want I want to feel like I'm one with it. So that is something like I would say, but I, I can perform in multiple environments because how I came up like I've had to, I've been put on spot yeah you got you're going to though like there's yeah. going to be a day like when you want to put, perform at a professional level I feel like there's going to be days like shit you might get a call from Kanye someday like hey I want you to come to the studio what are you going to tell Kanye them together within the minutes no you're gonna go get in that booth it was about to put vocals after you you better right. sing <laughs> you better put your all into it that's why i say like yeah like over these years out that in that that going back to what we were talking about before like sleeping on couches and all those things these processes make me hungrier right. these moments i look back like i get teary-eyed talking about it because i was in such a dark place like damn, I felt so down. I felt so down on myself. Like, I wanted to turn around, but I didn't. Right. And now I see that, like, you know, jumping off that cliff wasn't as as scary as it seemed before. And that's why it's just more of a sense of, if you believe in something, not to be cliche or cheesy with anybody, but, like, like anybody listening to this, like, continue, continue, like, continue when people look at you weird like at one point in time my dad used to come in the room and say why are you whining boy when I was singing mm-hmm. why are you whining <laughs> like why are you whining and like look like I look at my streams now and I'm like shit like I got a song that has over six million plays yeah then I'm like this somebody love that I called my dad like recently I said I remember you told me I was whining it gave me it gave me it gave me motivation somebody love that whining now I know somebody that like that. <laughs> <laughs> he started laughing with my pops my pops was like I did that to give you energy I did that to make sure like you know I did that to make sure you kept on practicing mm-hmm. like you know at the end of the day like you can either take heed and you can like let that shit phase you or you can be like you know what fuck that like, I'm about to be the best that I can be. And two, I think once you stop being in competition with others mm. and you continue mm. to just work on yourself every day, you'll realize that you're going to be the greatest form of you. And 
that's one thing that I've realized. I stopped putting myself in competition with others, like or seeing this person move or seeing this person do this. And I'm really just like in my own world now. And I love what I do. So that's my one thing. One thing I could say, like I've I've getting been getting a lot more centered and a lot more just happy with me, loving me. Sometimes we gotta give ourselves a hug. Mm. Yeah. Mental health <laughs> is important, y'all. Facts. Facts. <laughs> So why don't you tell us, 90, about, you know, the, the business aspect of this music industry? You know, is it is it what you expected? Is it different from what you expected? You know, where is it on that on that spectrum? I thought it would be much simpler mm. when I got into the music business. I thought it would be much simpler just from watching from like a, watching from the outside standpoint. But as things go along, you really learn that you got to take care of your, just like certain royalties, certain things that you need to learn about your BMI, like, like even learning about certain mechanical royalties and the difference between like, like where all your money is going, because you know what, at one point in time, I feel like I was just putting out music and, you know, people just drop music to SoundCloud, but then you realize like, no, everything I need to put out, I need to register it. Mm-hmm. You know, like who's to say, like if this were to get picked up by a movie today, they'll buy like something and then I don't have it registered. So now I'm missing money. Like, but they're getting all their money to register. Right. They ha- now they just registered my song and now I'm making no money of them. So I had to learn a lot of things um, as far as like coming into this, but now. I would say if I could go back five years ago, I wish I would have just known how to do everything right out the gate. Like, mm-hmm. I wish. Like, there's still some artists that reach out to me and be like, what's a BMI, right? And I'll be like, and, and, and I'm not talking about, like, body mass index. I'm talking about, like, music. <laughs> For those who didn't <laughs> know. Explain to people. I'll be like, I'm not talking about body mass index. I'm talking about music. Like, BMI is, like, you know, like, most people are under, like, my brother's a BMI artist. Like, ASCAP. Like, there's forms of, like, certifications where you go and you register all of your records what you write what percentages people have on the record what who wrote who wrote what on the record like who gets what like all of those yeah. things go through bmi so i have a bmi and i have like another distribution that I do most of my business through so like those two right there is like where i go and i have to log in all of my music i log in everything that i write everything that i write i have to log it into there and keep track of it oh. because if not if not, then like I'm not gonna get most of my royalties or things that I'm supposed to get paid. Right. You know, right. Okay. like it's like so, having the song and not logging it in would be worthless, like for some artists, like in in that sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so it sounds that. like um so it's like um, you know, like when you turn into paper at school, you gotta watch for plagiarism and give credit where credit and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you gotta do that in music too? Oh my lord. Yeah. You got to turn in your assignment. Turn in your yeah. assignment. <laughs> That's what I'm or saying. Like, pretty much. No. Oh, oh. Okay. This this is a perfect example. Say you had a paper, bro. Say you had a paper. Yeah. Fire ass paper. I know you wrote that paper. John, I know you wrote that paper, but you signed it in in, in pencil, or you mm. left your laptop up. Somebody typed their name in the little name section. And then that's it. That's all they had to do was log in and send it to the teacher. But because you forgot to send that paper to the teacher and that paper is not invalid to you, you stole it. Because now they've already put it through BMI. That's why a lot of people be like, before they release anything, they get a name, what you were going to name that song. They get anything. They can make ISRC code for your song right then and there. And then all of a sudden, they're the first to have it. It could be your vocals, bro. Your writing, your vocals, your actual vocals with somebody else's name underneath it. You gotta be wow. careful. This music industry is shysty. That's one thing I've learned. I've seen people literally have songs and it got released under another somebody else's name, but it's not even their vocals. This is true Millie Vanilli, the most Millie Vanilli shit I've ever heard of. Like something mm-hmm. like that. Like like where you're not even not even a real life singer. Like you just yeah. you you were in the studio and you were smart enough to be like, oh, I like this song. What's it? What were they gonna name it? Mm. I'm gonna be in my right now, log that in. 
So, so what percentage wow. of artists is, artists in the industry do you think are are manipulative and you know not the That's none of my honest? Business. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> PC, right? PC, PC culture. Yeah. <laughs> That's hey, my, my, hey, all I do is do like this. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Gotta gotta play political out here. I get it. But uh, all right. So so my, so ninety. Where do you where do you see your career at in the next five years? Man, that's a crazy thing to even think about. Honestly, or do you even think that far as an artist? Do you do? You, is it necessary for you to think that far ahead? I mean. Lately, I've been having like those type of thoughts. Like I've been having like, dang, like, like I'm about to turn 25 this year. Where do I see myself like five years from now? Like by the time I hit 30, like where do I see myself? Um, but as far as like everything, I feel like it's not an age thing with me. It's not an age thing with me because I'm I feel so young. I feel like I'm 18 still some days. Yeah. Like like because of what I do. <laughs> like what I do like I never get the chance to feel old like some days I'll be forgetting like because I live in Vegas some days I'll be forgetting when I gotta go to places and I gotta put on like some like slacks and some dress shoes I'm like yo like I don't do this shit like let me put on my Jordans and like some sneakers and like like it's so crazy bro like like what my mind be on and like I really am blessed to be able to just like stay young yeah. <laughs> like doing yeah. music bro like most musicians, I feel like get to live like this life. Like when people look at Pharrell and be like, why does Pharrell look so young? It's because bro's been surrounded by young energy his whole life. Mm. You know? Yeah. So that's one thing I could say. Like, I don't think I'm in a race. I don't think I'm in a race over these like next years. But like, I do know that something powerful and the shift is coming. I've been putting mm. in my time, bro. After that 10,000 hour mark, you have no choice but to shine. Yeah. 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 So for those for those who don't know, can you explain to them that ten thousand hour concept that that you talk that you're talking about? Well, well, ten thousand hours isn't it like in professionalism? If you want to be a professional at anything, you put in your was it like six hours a day, <laughs> six mm -hmm. hours a day, and it leads up to like ten thousand. But like most professionals, put in up to ten thousand hours. Like you just want to be great at something, and I feel like of course people like were that are immaculate at something like that are just crazy they've doubled their 10,000 hours yeah. they just consistently mm. do it over a lifetime you feel me but yeah. like over these past few years I really have been devoting every day I get up trying to put as much time as I can even if it's reading about it if I'm not singing if I'm doing vocal training if I'm doing vocal rest if I'm reading something new that I just need to to add to it I've been trying to etch my way towards that because like, why am I going to sit here and not try to be the best that I can be, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and I feel that way about anybody, bro. Like, don't let your day pass you by. Like, don't let time pass you by. Something I've been doing lately has been waking up much earlier every morning. Mm. Every morning trying to wake up real early. Why is and that? Like, mm. Because I, I feel like the day gets away from me. The day can yeah. get away from me if, if, I'm getting, if I'm starting off at 12 every day right yeah. <laughs> but when i wake up at like seven eight and like you know i smoke i shower i i, I meditate stretch like mm -hmm. i start that day off like that i realize like damn like there's so much time in my mornings yeah for me yeah. to do so much and get get the day started so just something i've been doing lately like i think my shorty laughed at me today because i woke up and i woke up at 6 45 <laughs> this morning right. and I'm sitting drinking coffee morning like what yeah like, like, right. like, like I'm up like I don't know like once you start your repetition and you start doing it it's like it's whatever like but one thing I've noticed like waking up early waking up early these mornings has really um made me feel like I'm getting more things done in my day too okay so that's something my advice on that why I've been doing it um five years though five years i pray to have land okay. land mm. mexico 
I want land in, um, which I've already been like, like keeping my eyes out for it because it's it's like 10,000 to buy this land that I want in Mexico. It's like 10 racks yeah. to buy it out. So I'm going to slowly just over the years start paying for it. By the time I hit 30, that'll be like a non-existent thing. I probably already have a home built there. So why but Mexico? I'm planning, planning this. Like that's something I want to do. Like is, is slowly start to put money into the land by land in Mexico. Um, and then uh, also like, you know, just continue to get better credit, take care of those things financially, make sure that I'm in a better space by the time I have kids, you feel me? And by the time I have kids, like, because I want to start off, uh, I don't know when exactly I'm going to have kids. I'm not putting that into the air, but I do feel okay. like within the next, the next three or four years, I can see myself like potentially like, you know, I can yeah. see that happen. Yeah. I can okay. see that happen. All right, so like, let me for real. Like, let me let me ask you this then, bro. Um, if you could go back and make any changes to your music career, even though it's very young, still in its infancy stages, if you could go yeah. back and make any changes to how you maybe operated, to the music you made, to the people you've worked with, to the deals you signed or haven't signed, would you go back and change anything? Man, it's so crazy to think about it because if I would have answered that question before I was in a relationship, it would have been much different. But it's like, damn, like, I think about this. If I would have went back and I would have changed one thing about myself, who's to say that we would even be here having this conversation right now? Mm -hmm. okay. Like, damn, like, what if that one thing might have changed? What, like, what if that one thing might have might, might, might manipulated you? And what if that one thing tossed you d1 right what if i did something that changed you to go d1 instead of the your route that you took or something like that i always think of those what ifs though because i'm like yo like it's almost like the i, I think like that movie the butterfly effect is some real life shit bro like there could have been something that could have happened like low-key we me and you both could have done something that could have affected somebody that we don't even know in this world yeah mm. That's a trip to think about. Like you could have affected a kid in China that like is making millions of dollars right now, but it was because we threw some piece of trash away and this kid got an idea where he saw something that elbowed the next person over and like next thing you know, he's a millionaire. Like right. what? I know it's a what, it's like what? But like it's 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 true. Like something like that could happen. Like I think about it like that. Like, damn, like if I would have had and maybe if I could have added in dancing early. Mm. I could have yeah. added in dancing right now. If I would have been dancing at a young age with my being, if I could have had dancing, the way supposed to grow, the way I was supposed to grow. You know, that's that's how I look at it. Like. Of course, I'm learning more things now, and I say like about the about to hit 25, and like it's really resonating on a higher scale with me now. Like things in life, like certain things that I didn't look at years ago, but it's resonating with me now. Like I got to take care of these things, and like I got people looking up to me. I got my nephew who look just like me who be looking up to me, and I know he watches everything I do. So like I have other things that I live for that I couldn't have said five years ago that I'm living for now you know right. so like life changes bro like life changes you mature you grow as a man like um, and I think that's that's what my nephew and what leaving from around my family and coming out here to Vegas really made me do it made me grow as a man it made me grab my fucking nuts you feel me because everybody every young man has a moment where they got to grab their nuts and ain't no mama to call ain't no mama to call Ain't no daddy to call. It's you, nigga. The ball's in your court. You feel me? Yeah. So if anybody, when somebody comes back and they listen to that, I know you want to laugh. But when somebody comes back and they listen to that, I know they're gonna feel that. I know that I know you gotta feel that. Like, like there's been moments and times where like there ain't nobody to call but yourself. And like remember that you are abundant. And it's something I tell myself. When I feel low, when I feel down, I am abundant. I'm surrounded with abundance. Right. Like mm. God made me abundant with his voice. 
right off the rip right there. That's a gift of abundance right there. Remind yourself of all the small amounts of abundance because then it's like you're, the abundance will keep on coming in ways. If you stay grateful, that's one thing I say, stay grateful and remind yourself through all of it um, that everything's going to be solid. That's one thing I would say. Um, if I can go back, though, dancing, those things, um, just to have the mind I have now, man. Like, if I could be 18 with this mind. <laughs> what I did with money, bro, what I did with money at 18 is ridiculous, bro. Like, all the stuff I know now, like, if I, if I could go back five years ago, I would tell myself right now, actually, five, six years ago, what was that, like, 2015, 14? 16. 16. 16. Okay, 16, 2016, two years after high school. If I can go back right now, you know what I tell my 2016 self? Take that $100 that you have in your pocket right now and go invest that shit in the Bitcoin. <laughs> yep. It's very true. Yeah, I would have told myself that. And you know what the craziest thing is? I had a homie, don't even know where Cuz is at now. He's probably living filthy right now. I haven't seen him since graduation time. It was this little white kid I remember. I'll never forget him. i never forget his face. And he was like, you should invest in Bitcoin, bro. And I was just was looking at him like, that sounds mad cool, but like, like a digital currency? I'm thinking about it. But now when I go back, I'm like, damn, if I only I would have like taken that, taken that money that my dad spent on like that Apple laptop and told him, get me, put all that into Bitcoin right now. Mm. Put like a rack in a Bitcoin. <laughs> Right now, I'll be like, I'll be sitting over here with a fur coat on, in in mm -hmm. a different type of home landscape right now. Like talking to y'all, like, right. yeah, bro, I just be chilling doing my music, bro. Like, um. <laughs> but see, then you wouldn't have that adversity though to eat off of your music. Yeah. That's and that's the point. That's why I say like butterfly effect. Like if I would have done that, the whole Bitcoin thing, who's to say that it would still feel like my my music would feel the same way or like. I would feel like, I feel like in order to make that good music, you got to go through some shit, bro. Mm. And you got to really personally feel it. You know, yeah. it's like when people say, do you sing or do you sing? Because there's a difference. Like, I know when I hear somebody sing and I hear mm. that, that voice, mm -hmm. and I hear that voice and I hear that voice like break and I hear that voice and I hear certain notes and you feel it. Like when yeah. you hear, when you heard, um, singer right now i'm gonna be like this when you hear um lauren hill sing killing me softly that killing me softly yeah make you want to shake your head immediately just <laughs> thinking about it that's the singer that's the singer when they when they put their heart into it and that's just something i feel like you have to go through something to feel that in order to sing like that and i have some records like recently that i've been through some personal things and i've felt it they made me want to cry after i cut them like mm. yo mm. Like, hold up, this is me. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta I gotta step outside. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I gotta step outside. I gotta step outside. Yo, y'all, y'all playing with me today. Right. Y'all playing with me today. I didn't I didn't even know I was singing like this. Sometimes, bro, like there's been moments where I've been cutting music and I felt like I wasn't even there, bro. Like I just was like one with whatever I was doing. And I'd go yeah. back and be like, Can you play that back for me? And I'd be like, damn. And I'd take a back to listen to it because sometimes when you cut stuff in a moment, you have so much energy and so much like, uh, and then like you listen to it the next following day and you finally get to resonate on it the next morning when you're all your testosterone and all your adrenaline is down. Mm -hmm. You're like, damn, I, I that was that. one. But when you're, when you're, yeah, in, that, when you're in that creative great. flow, when you're in that creative flow, you're almost having an out of body experience because it's not really you that's doing that right now. It's like, it's just the most highest creativity flowing through you you know and you're like yo like, oh. god yes I, yeah yeah i have no idea what's going on it's like it's out of body moments, bro like i've had moments where i've hit notes bro like i've had moments where i've been singing and hitting notes and legit don't know how i hit the note in the moment yeah. like there's one part i did a song mm. right and i scat i scat to end this whole song out like in jazz like da, 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 and i'm just bro i'm just doing regular improv scatting and i couldn't do this take again mm. i couldn't recreate this take for you yeah like if i played yeah. it for you you'd just be like damn like you did that all in one take i couldn't call it i just feel like it's god when i played that 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 take back i want i felt like 
I felt like Childish, like this record, I felt like Childish Gambino when he made Stay Woke. Stay mm. Woke! Like that type yeah. of energy on this record. Bro, mm. I wanted to cry when I played that back. My jazz teacher, mm. my jazz teacher would have been happy at yeah. them scats and runs. He would have been like, I did something for you. <laughs> my teacher at that moment, I, I, I laughed when I thought back to it because I'm like, damn, like my, my jazz, all my jazz teachers and all the jazz training when I used to get mad about this class, now I'm over here using this shit on my project. Life is a trip, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I used to look at jazz as like, bro, this shit's so boring, but now I'm doing this. <laughs> now I'm doing like jazz influence R&B music. Like. Mm-hmm. It came full circle. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So. Yeah. yeah, but listen, yeah. 90, bro, we we really appreciate you taking your time out your busy schedule to just sit down and talk with us, man. You know, me and you, we go back with day ones, man, but just take oh, this yeah. time out. We really appreciate it, man. And as you know, like you tune into the show all the time, right? So you know how things go. I'd like to close out the show with some shout outs, man. So, Dre, I want you to start out. Is there any shout outs that you want to give before we wrap things up? Uh, I'll say shout out to uh you know Lord Lord in the stitch man still putting out great I know one day he's gonna have that break man he's he's been going at it hard and uh you know that's it for the day oh shout out be Remy clothing man um you know they he's trying to make his breakthrough also yeah uh ninety is there any shout outs that you want to give while you're on here um first of all let me give a shout out to y'all for even bringing me on here. Because yeah. both of y'all are kings. I appreciate y'all for bringing Thank me you. on here and um, just letting me spread my energy. That's yeah. one thing. And the second shout out is I want to give a shout out to my collective, Private Club Records. You feel me? Private Club Records, my collective, my family, um, and um, my, my Vegas family. Shout out to Zelly. Shout out mm-hmm. to my dog T. Shout out to, um, if I'm missing names, like I, I got, got some more. But if, if you support me musically, shout out to you. You feel me? Shout out to my pit crew. Mm. That's what I call my fans. You feel me? Like, yep. and if you guys don't know mm. this, I call my fans my pit crew because I'm 96 miles per hour. You feel me? I'm like Lightning McQueen. You feel me? And my pit crew, which is my fans, <laughs> they fix the wheels. You feel me? They fix the wheels. They they wipe the windshield. You know, they get the cracks out the screen. Every money, every drop of ounce that they put into me is the reason why I'm still here being able to give you guys the art that you see. It's my pit crew. My pit crew, my fan base. Shout out to y'all. I love y'all. Um, yeah, I appreciate y'all letting me come on here. Hey, man. I go a by black... the name of 96 Miles, and I'll be dropping an EP real soon. <laughs> yes, when do you, yeah, well, um, do you have a date for that EP so people can be on the lookout for that? Um, Soon. I want to say, like, in between, I want to say, like, springtime, March, April. March, April, like okay. I'm planning on shooting some visuals real soon. Once I get visuals done, y'all just stay tapped in because I'm going to continue to post more. Um, I got some singles in the tuck that I might just drop for my fans. Like in the meantime, I got I got a single with Rocky Fresh, um, a single with Rocky okay. Fresh, some stuff. I'm going to start working on with I Am Sue real soon, mm-hmm. um, if y'all familiar with them. But uh, it's a few couple, a couple artists like, there's 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 a lot of stuff in the tuck, but yeah, it's 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 gonna be a good year, man. Yeah. It's gonna be a good year. I got some stuff coming with uh yeah. Tokyo as well. Me and Tokyo okay. got some stuff coming. Me and Twenty got some stuff coming. All three of us actually got a record coming out this year. Wow. So yeah, for the first time, which is, which is huge. I think that's probably my my, okay. my most favorite thing that I'm doing this year because I'm doing finally doing something with all of us together, which is very hard to do. Yeah. yeah. Getting us all in like one room and being cohesive, like, no, no. Just you. like the old days, man. Just like the old days. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh all my in God. Room, so. mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it, man. We love it. We I love it. I appreciate y'all having me on here, man. Like, I really do. I really appreciate this time. And um, I can't wait for everybody, like, to fully tap in and see this and, like, you know, you mm-hmm. know, and keep doing this, bro. Keep on yeah. doing this. Keep on spreading your energy. Don't stop. Because I see you going big places as always. You've already been big places. But I see you going much further than where you're at right now. You feel me? And you're already a king. You feel me? So vice versa. And you too, homie. You don't stop either. Hey, you know how it goes, man. Thank you. We're all family. We're all through this together, man. So 
If one person makes it, we all make it, bro, at the end of the day. But um, 90, sure. we really appreciate you having your, bringing your positive energy and your, your, your calming energy onto the show. It was a blessing to have you on here, man. Shout out to the Lost Generation show. Shout out to the KRSN1 radio, sh- radio show. Shout out to the D'Anthony Evans YouTube channel. Shout out to the Tatiana Jasmine YouTube channel. Shout out to Choir Boy Clothing Line. Shout out to the Nerdy In Many Ways YouTube channel. Shout out to the fans that continue to support us. And 90, shout out to you, bro. Shout out to your family. Shout out to, you know, your your brand, your company. And shout out to you for just coming on the show, man, and making our job so much easier, man. It's such a blessing to have you on here, bro. Like, you know, we go back almost 10 years now, bro. It's nothing but love, man. You know how it goes. Always, bro. You, you, are, you are a brother. You are a brother to me. And you already know that, like, anything you need you already know even like you got we got this type of energy even if we don't talk going on weeks bro we pick up like we just left off yesterday Always. so you already know what time it is you already know bro you already know uh guys continue to stay tuned into our channel subscribe to our youtube channel if you haven't already also be sure to check us out on patreon we post exclusive content there weekly we'll be back again next week guys with another show continue to stay safe be vigilant make smart decisions and until next time guys peace